never one time have I ever thought, damn, I could really use a filing cabinet right now. Big filing cabinet's <laughs> got to be hurting. I mean, yeah, there's no way that they have new sales. They are. That's what I'm on, wondering. They have to be living on old shit. And old, they got, they knew they probably got a reserve of money because like, dude, one day this motherfucker, the other shoe is gonna fall. <laughs> I mean, do you think they're still making any? Like, is there any new production happening? Three, four, come on, Happy Gilmore, come on down. All right, episode seventy-seven of the Fair Enough podcast. The boys are back from hiatus. I know everybody had a rough week last week. You didn't have the hour that you normally get to spend with the Fair Enough podcast, but we're back. Everybody fucking took a week off, okay? We could take a week okay. off. Yeah. yeah. I'm, guilting, I'm guilting myself, you know? And then you dig yourself out of it. Yeah. I blame myself, honestly. I was going to come out here and just apologize, but the rat race of life has gotten to me a little bit. I needed a break. <laughs> we had a, we had a good, we've had a good couple week run. Mikey Cub Games. Mikey's living at Wrigley, going back on Saturday. <laughs> yep, well, going back, yeah, so going back tonight if it's Thursday. So, I'm, you know, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Wednesday at Comiskey, and then back to Wrigley on, like, fucking Sunday. My life Holy is a baseball shit. game. It's, it's unreal, dude. And yeah. you're the happiest you've ever been because of that. I mean, well, <laughs> you know what it is? I'm not as happy because, not to get sappy, but I miss you guys. I, know, I was like, I man, I'm so too. excited to get on and talk to these guys just for fucking shits and grins, and I got some stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob in Detroit, Jack in Detroit, Mike in Chicago. Let's get oh, right into is. it. There's, weirdly enough, there's been, like, a lot of stuff going on in the sports world over the last couple of weeks. I think everybody's starting to get all juiced up because training camp is coming up. And we'll definitely <laughs> dig into some NFL stuff in the coming weeks. Um, but I was thinking about something the other day because it's – Sports fans have been extra loud these last couple of weeks, and I think it's because we're in silly season where everybody thinks that their team is going to do really well because we're kind of in that waiting game for NFL, NBA, NHL. Yeah. And it got me thinking about the the Yankees, Lakers, Chiefs fans, the bandwagon people, the Cowboys, Lakers, like however you want to draw it up, those people that just love the teams that are good. Okay. And I don't. I don't like the narrative that that's like becoming okay now because like if you're like all right I'll follow Patty Mahomes I just love one guy it was the LeBron effect I think is who kind of created this whole thing where it's like okay I just love LeBron I'll kind of watch him wherever he goes I want the Patrick Mahomes fans I want to hear them in 10 years not maybe not 10 years but when that guy stinks or when any of these other teams stink, you have to stay with that team and ride through the misery. I don't think it's fair to just be jumping around. So, I, okay, I think that, I think that that is what happens. So, I do think, because I have a couple of friends and myself, you know, where, I, especially for, um, like, college sports for me, like, I was always a Duke guy. I loved Coach K as a kid. I loved, you know, growing up, like, the Chris Duhans, JJ Reddick's my favorite college basketball player ever. Like that shit. Mm -hmm. So like, I know they're still good and they're a blue blood. So it's like, it's hard for, to, they're never going to be bad, but like, I still support Duke. Like I'm a, like, that's my go-to basketball team. Like that's who I support. And even though they haven't been as like dominant and I stay true to them though, once again, not hard. Cause it's fucking Duke tough, tough example. But, um, I do like, so, uh, my buddy Norm, you know, Norm, yes. he is a, 
he's a diehard Patriots fan. Doesn't really fuck with the Bears. He's a Patriots fan. He loved Tom Brady. He loved like I mean they won a bunch when we were kids, and like he like Tom Brady's gone. He's still a Patriots fan. I do think that when you actually ride that bandwagon, you ride through like a, a long career like mm-hmm. that, you do stay loyal. Um, yeah, because you've just been doing it for so long. Yeah. Point, I, like- so the thing that sucks is with like basketball, though, like especially with LeBron, it's like he hasn't stayed anywhere long enough to where like you're going to fall in love with the Heat. You're going to fall in love with the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are just a whole different story because they're just a universal team. But right. like. And either you were a no Cavs one likes fan Cleveland. or you weren't. Nobody yeah. jumped on the bandwagon. There. Exactly. But, like, the Heat bandwagon, I think we would have saw more long-lasting Heat fans. And I think there are still some that are like, oh, I like Eric Spolster now. I like, you know, Jimmy But You're like, oh, I like the Heat still. So I do think what you're saying does hold true. You just got to let it ride out, and it's a 10-year process. You know what I mean? It's yeah. You can't really shit on anybody until you see Patty Mahomes leaves or you see, you know, fucking Aaron Judge leave or whoever, you know? Exactly, which is why I think I want I want a misery time machine, and you can trademark that. Like, And it works for a bunch of different things in life. Cody and I were just talking about this the other day. Some guy uh, like flew by him on the highway going like 20 miles over the speed limit, and he was going 10 mm-hmm. like he was in the left lane flying. This guy flies by him, and later on down the road, he saw him, and he was pulled over. You never get that satisfaction, but when you get it, yeah. it's incredible. That's what I want no. with these people. I want the I want to see the Chiefs fan who is like, it's fucking Chiefs kingdom. Like, we're the best thing that's ever happened. Patriots who? Uh, I yeah. want to see them dead in a ditch in 2035. Like, you, my team stinks so bad. We're you, want, you, want rec- you want receipts of of misery, of uncertainty, of of that, the lows of the lows of fandom. Is that that's yep. what you're looking for? Yes, because you and I understand what that means to be sure. in the low of low. I was listening to the Bussin' guys the other day. Also, episode 77, shout-out to Taylor Lewan, shout-out to TJ Oshie, shout-out to Jeff Carter. There's a million good <laughs> Yeah, actually, we just, actually well, a good we're, number. We're on a time crunch, and we're like, Yeah, ah. we're, on a, we're on a time crunch, by the way, today. I have cornhole championships. We're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, um, I have a Mavs baseball game, so it there is what you go. it is. Yeah, the boys got a lot going on tonight. But, uh, yeah, I just want – I want a side-by-side photo of, like, them the year that they won the Super Bowl and then them 2035 were 3-14. Three and, three and 14. But uh, the reason I brought this up is because Travis Kelsey was on the Bustin' with the Boys podcast recently, and mm-hmm. he said that his worst NFL season was his rookie year. They went 10-6. and six. Yeah, because <laughs> the year before that, though, they were like three and 13 or some shit. And then after yes. that, that's when. They, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, that is crazy. And I mean, dude, that was also Andy Reid's first year, I believe, too, though, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. I'm, I'm I sure think it Andy Reid and Patty Mahomes, like all those guys kind of got there at the same time. It seems like. Well, no, because no, because Alex Smith took that team to the the uh, the playoffs like three years in a row, and I think that's so. It was like Andy Reid had a bunch of really good regular season teams with Alex Smith, went mm. to the playoffs, didn't really do shit, and then once Patrick Mahomes came in, they finally like took that yeah, you're right. plunge forward. Um, so, but Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey's been, yeah, I mean, he's been the catalyst of that team. I mean, he's been the only one. I think he's the only one there that 
has been there that like the whole Andy Reid uh, tenure. But yeah, I don't should, even think they have like an old lineman that's been there that long. But well, yeah, they just revamped their whole line last year. Remember, because right, he got yeah. sacked a thousand times in the Super Bowl. So yeah, but it is crazy to think that. I mean, for one, as a player, you've never really lived in mediocrity and as a fan especially if you're a younger kid you're like oh i'm from kansas city like my football team's been good my whole life that i can kind of remember right now you know it's kind of like the wings for you guys i mean in reality it is growing up you didn't see them fuck off until recently the last five six years or whatever it was yeah no you're right that's a good example i mean 2016 really was the last time the wings were i mean at that point they weren't like contending for a cup but they were in the playoffs yeah they were so there it's probably though. it was yeah it's been 10 years you know 2013 since the wings were actually like serious about doing anything so yeah you're right though that's that's exactly how it was like we were so blessed for so long forgot what it felt like to not have that and then but you also um, on the other side though during that same run you also had Owen 16 you've had fucking you know the tigers heartbreak heartbreak after heartbreak and now they're the fucking laughing stock like you know for a couple years where it's like you felt the pressure in other leagues while the wings were killing it so you still as a fan were not like you know you know you weren't on that shit so you still felt it in your heart you knew what it felt so exactly i just want them i i just want them to have the misery that's all i'm saying yeah that's i i also think too i think so personal opinion that if you're going to be a bandwagon fan, you get one sport. So, like, okay, so, like, uh, what, James, right? James is a, he's a Lions fan, a fucking Wings fan, and then, what, what doesn't he like some off, like, some outlandish, goofy-ass, like, uh, basketball team? He's not, like, a Stones fan or some shit? No, he's, he's a, a Stones fan. He's, he's an Ohio State fan, too, but his dad went there, so, like, he was an Ohio State fan his whole But wasn't life. he? He's not a good I example. He was like a... I thought I mean, he was like a Lakers fan or some shit. No, he used to oh, like LeBron. I one of our friends. LeBron. Or like, okay, you got like Steve Hayden's is dumbass. a Steve's a LeBron fan. Yeah, yeah. But like, okay, what I, what I what I was trying to say though is like, you can't be, you can't go bandwagon in every sport. Like, you got to be like, all right, so I'm a Cubs fan, I'm a Bears fan, I'm a Bulls fan, or you know, I'm a Wings fan, or Jesus Christ, Blackhawks fan. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I love the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like right. you get one major sport that you can go be an asshole in and I'll accept it. But once you go mm-hmm. two or more, you're out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're done. College doesn't count for me, though, because as an Illinois native, we don't have very high level Illinois college sports. And when they do come around, they're far and few between. So it's really easy to jump on, you know, other teams for college sports. This makes me think about. And it's funny and sort of interesting how – so, like, there's teams that you love and then there's teams that you absolutely hate. Mm-hmm. And then there's those teams that you like but you don't really know why. So, like, in football, love the Lions, hate the Cowboys. The 49ers don't really care. Don't really you know care why? at all. Like, the you Seahawks hate them. The fucking Packers hate them. But, like – there's teams like that in every league of every sport where it's like, I hate you, I love you, and if I played you and we beat you, I'd like shake your hand after, you know? You know why you like the 49ers so much? Why? Because you're gay. 
and they're the most handsome team in the league by a fucking mile. Well, they don't have. Oh, are they? Oh, they got there, that. But, they got that but, new young QB. Yeah, dude, Nick Bosa is the best looking person on the planet, and you like to see him shirtless. That's good. He is no homo. He I didn't even know he played guy on the planet. He's, he's an OSU player. guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good he looking is. dude. He's good. Yeah, I hate him. Nice. Good looking cat. Go blue. Uh oh! Before we before we move on here, how nice has it been to roll through like Blackhawks Instagram and see Bedard in that Hawks oh, it's, uh, practice jersey? It's well, you know what's funny is that they just got him on the ice recently because they were doing a lot of off ice shit, and I guess he was getting pissed off. But yes, they are on the ice now. And it's it's nice. The fact <laughs> I haven't talked about this. But it pisses me off that at the draft, there wasn't a C on his jersey. They should have given that kid the C, let him be the youngest captain ever. Just be the fuck. We don't have a captain. You know what I mean? Like, don't Nick Foligno is going to be our captain? Like, just give it to him now. He's going to be the captain for life. Just give it to him now. Call it a day. Let him be in record books as the youngest captain ever. You know what I mean? We'd have two of the youngest, four youngest captain ever. Do it. That'd be nuts. I yeah. didn't. Yeah, that would that would have been nuts if they would have played right? right there. That would have been crazy. What? Who that was the sick. other Taves? Yeah, Taves. Taves I think is, is last, like third. Yeah. third. Holy shit! Behind like McKinnon and Crosby, I think, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. all. It yeah. is great. It is great though. We're out rolling through the like Instagram, and you're seeing all this shit. Like, it is cool to see that there's a little bit of hope for this team who's been abysmal the last few years. So. Yeah, and even if you stink this year, you're watching all 82. Yeah. You know, just to see that kid play. 100%. Um, uh, Before we move on, first of all, I know you you just said that, but I want to say one more thing because I do think it's necessary that we do talk about it eventually, but I'm going to say we've been talking about it a lot with these running backs. I'm Mm going to say I am pro not paying running backs. I'm just going to put it out there. We don't have to talk about it now, but I want it on the books before everything starts going down. I'm pro not paying running backs. And I don't no, think I agree. Let's get into it a little bit because it's very it's been very topical <laughs> oh, this not, week. Yeah, so we okay. might as well get into right. it. It was on okay. my list too. Uh, okay. I agree. I don't know. I think this next CBA is what, like six or seven years away. So that being said, like they might have some time. I don't understand whether or not they can correct this now or they have to wait until then. Yeah. You know, because if they can yeah. correct it now, it's got to be like a contract thing, right? Like we were talking about in the group chat earlier, but it's it'd be ideal if instead of four years, we do two years. Right. Yeah. Which that's a rookie contract thing, though. But that would have to they would have to reshake the whole NFL then or give them an option. And but that would have to be per the whole NFL. You can't just do it per position because there's guys that do multiple positions, you know? Well, and you think about, yeah, that's a great point. And then you think about whether or not, uh, like, do you pay them? Do you still pay them the same, like, sum of money? Or do you literally say, hey, you we used to pay you for four years. Now we're only paying you for two. You're still only getting four mil a year, you know? I, I mean, I yeah, know that they I, don't I, get that much, but. No, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, you, I would just do it. It would be have to be a per year thing, I think. Um, but let's kind of like let's kind of re re grant revamp this whole th- or um like go over this whole thing. So guys like Zeke Elliott are getting cut. Dalvin Cooks get got cut. Uh, you got Josh 
Jacobs, who just fucking led the league in rushing and touchdowns and whatnot. He got a he got fucking um, tagged, no deal. Tony Pollard tagged, no deal. Like all these sick running backs who are past their rookie deal aren't getting. They're pretty much getting fucking pennies, or they're getting cut or traded because teams don't want to pay them, and that's what we're talking about here. So I just wanted to, just in case people aren't listening, um, the biggest one right now is Saquon. Um, yep. And they're all going on inst- or like social media and, and saying, you know, kind of having each other's back, which I really think is cool. Like as a whole, like it's bigger than the game. It's like, hey, like we're, you know, I do, I do think that's cool. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's fucking. What do you do, you know? And it also, it hurts the guys. This is something that you don't think about, but it hurts the guys that get hurt. Like, if a guy gets hurt, if a guy gets hurt year one and can never play again, he would normally have, like, three more years of money coming to him, wherein, Mm -hmm. like, if we restructured it this way, they'd only have one more year, and then that'd be it. Your NFL career is over. Yeah, I mean, and that's... You know, that is the whole point of contracts, too. Like, you, you sign certain contracts to protect your ass. Like, that's why if guys can get that 10-year deal, they like quarterbacks and baseball play, like, they take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why dudes want that kind of shit. So, it's definitely uh, for – it's such a volatile fucking position, too, where those guys go down all the time. Mm-hmm. And then one injury, and all of a sudden you're Zeke Elliott. You know what I mean? You're not – you're still good, but you're not 8 to 12 million good, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really think there's a way unless they, I don't think restructuring the rookie deal is going to help it personally. Um, I think giving an option maybe to let them restructure a little earlier would be kind of cool, mm-hmm. but, but I, I don't know. You look, I showed that, that graphic yesterday where all the, or maybe it was today where all the, the Super Bowl winners of the last 12 years didn't have a guy making over two mil. Yeah. I like, mean, and like 90% of them were under a mil. It was like 875 grand. Yeah. They're all rookie. Yeah. They're all on the rookie contracts still. Where it's like, I mean, is it that important? It might get you there, but it doesn't win you Super Bowls clearly. No. You know, it's the, you know, I mean, you can look at, there's a million examples of guys that have just proved this right over and over again, this theory that the running back is uh, interchangeable. I mean, yeah, it's Pacheco just did it. Tony Pollard just did it. Like, look yeah. what happened to guys like Melvin Gordon who ho- held out. Le'Veon fucking ruined his career when he held out. Like, yeah, it's just it's too plug and play now where if. If you are paying and have taken care of the hog mollies up front, just put somebody back there to carry the rock. Damn near. I mean, until you get guys like your boy DeAndre Swift and you realize, okay, this dude is running the wrong way sometimes. Like, there's nobody there, everybody there, and he goes at that. That, Okay, then you can kind of gauge that. You're like, oh, that's, you know, just mental, not good enough. But you put the next guy up. Jamal Williams scores fucking 20 touchdowns. You know, like it's, yeah, there is some parody there, but yeah, if you have the right line and the right system and the right coaches, it's kind of insane. Honestly, that's why I thought it was insane that Bijan went so early. Like I know right. he's a dog, but like, and Gibbs, I know, but Gibbs is cool. Cause he's going to play multiple positions, but like, I don't know, man. It's I think that that's the only way you're going to start to see guys become important is you have to be able to also be a receiver. To play slot, yeah. Yep. But that's so slot. difficult 
oh, to, so to put on it, especially coming. And this is, we talked about the college basketball system, how centers, college centers are so good. They don't, they don't do shit in the pros, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be so, it, that puts so much pressure on a guy who's more of like a bulkier, you know, fucking not a scat back guy. He's just a run straight ahead, fucking, you know, run through a motherfucker face type of running back. There's no place in the league for him. And that's, that sucks because how do you, how do you, as a college player, how do you go coach? I want to be elite in the league. Well, Hey, this is our system. This is what you're going to run through. You know what I mean? There's only a few programs in, in the nation that can handle creating those types of running backs. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, what's fucked know. up is that, you know, you think like, OK, well, maybe there's still a spot for them if we're on like the two and we really need to punch this thing in. And there absolutely is. I mean, Jamal Williams had 17 touchdowns last year just based off of that. But yeah. now you have guys like Jalen Hurts, guys like Josh Allen, guys like Patrick Mahomes, quarterbacks coming into the league that can take care of those three yards for you. Yeah. You know, uh, very efficiently, too. Right. Just like, as efficiently not, as the running back. Yeah. It's not Tom Brady going under center going one yard. It's fucking taking it. It'd from be the a shotgun. miracle if he makes it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it's it's you're taking it from a shotgun doing a read option and mm-hmm. take you know, or just a quarterback fucking power. Yeah, you're right. It's 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 weird, man. I don't know. And I the do- like the big guys are you know, they deserve some money, but I, I I'm on the team no paying them. I just I don't think it's worth it. Me too. And obviously, but, like, we love the league. We wear the shield. You want everybody to do well in the NFL. Anybody that, like, makes their dream come true getting to the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, the position has been – I think the position has been obsolete for a while. You look at a team like the Patriots who had a dynasty in the middle of the 2000s. I mean, their fucking running back literally changed every year. It seemed like they were kind of ahead of the curve on, we're not going to pay anybody yeah. in this position. We're just going to keep yeah. swapping them out, and we're going to be fine. And they were. No, and for I- sure. And what do they do every year? They had, they had uh, you know, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, but they also had some guy, some white boy out of the backfield. Danny Wood had yep. a, that can catch the ball. James White. Yep. Where it's like they always had a guy who can shove it down your throat. But who did Tom Brady like the most? The guy who can go catch the ball out of the backfield and fucking the guy on the wheel route. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's weird. It's weird to think about. It. It's kind of, it's kind of wild. I wonder wh- when they start doing that to other positions, though. Because what right. other position can we do that with? You know what I mean? Who's who's next? Or do, is this like a cyclical thing where? Maybe the game goes back to the point where running backs are like uh, worthy of being paid a lot. I don't know. I don't kind of weird. I I just think that's the only it's the most vulnerable position in the league, because for one, they get hit the most Two, it it all depends on your line. If there's no line, you got fucking athletes coming straight in your mouth. That sounded weird. Pause. No one's coming straight <laughs> in anyone's mouth, but um, fair enough um, on a Thursday for yeah. you guys in July. But but like. <laughs> Who else? What else can you do that with? Because it's like any defensive position, you have to have some sort of footwork, some sort of mental fucking aptitude. Receivers, you can't teach receiving. Like you can't. I'm sorry, you can't teach route running. You can't teach hands. Like no, you that got shit. It you're either you a dog or you. Do- yeah. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. I don't think there's any other position you can do that with. Honestly, maybe a safety. It'll maybe. be uh. We'll uh. We'll keep tabs on it. 
and we'll come back to it again next week because I have a feeling that this shit's not even close to being over with. You know, uh, it's probably going to be all season we're going to be hearing about this. So Yeah. You know what I hate about it, too? Last thing is that uh, this uh, the NBA started this. Is like just the jumbling of of star players. Just mm-hmm. every year, you got new star players going somewhere else, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. But it's a business; is mm-hmm. what it is. And I and I think that it's also like a a compliment to just kind of how good everybody is now. You know, yeah, especially in the sure. NFL. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought last year when the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, they were going to take a step back. Like, that guy's not just good, but he's, like, better than everybody else kind of good, you know? Yeah, But they sure. fucking – they lose him, plug and play, find a different way to play, and they're fine. So, yeah. it's interesting. I thought Mahomes would at least have a fucking – would backtrack a little bit. Yeah, like, he didn't he give two fucks. 55 th- yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Fuck he's you. like, I'll just throw to Kelsey more. You guys are yeah, making I'll- this easy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just throw to one guy. Yeah, shit's wild. Uh, baseball. The Star Insurance bought the rights to the Yankees' sleeve. What are your thoughts on like these insurance? I mean, not just insurance, but just companies putting patches on baseball jerseys. Yeah, ads moving into baseball. You know, I thought it was inevitable. I mean, yeah. You know, obviously hockey and uh, basketball both did it already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't hate it. If it's small and it's it's just on the the one sleeve, mm-hmm. I mean, there's not many jerseys in the league that even have too much going. Like, there's not too much going on on many sleeves in the league. No. So what? You know what I mean? I, I know people yeah. are freaking out about the Yankees because the pinstripes and fuck. It. Who cares, dude? It's also 25 mil to your bottom line and might help you go get a guy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to say. You can't do anything but help the the team in the long run because it's money. Yeah. But you're not, you're not here for the pinstripes uh, are the best thing on the planet. They should not be forsaken. No, No, I (laughs) think it's dumb. I think they should (laughs) let those kids wear, have a must or have a beard too. Enough with the mustaches, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. And Garrett Cole just looks horrible with no facial hair. Some of those guys, well, it's just a tough run. Yeah, it's it's, it's dumb. I, I think it's cool, though. I mean, I don't like the ads, but if they're well-placed, it's like it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I'm not going to be pissed that my jersey has an ad on it. I like, too, if, if, you're, a, if you're a team, be conscious of who you're picking based on color scheme, too, I think. For sure. Because, like, the Pistons chose, uh, I think it was Flagstar Bank, who have, like, a red logo. So we put it on our white jerseys. It looks fine. Like, you don't even notice yeah, it because it's, notice just a, it. it's the same red as the red that's already on our jersey. So it's like. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with that 100% too. It's like just. I mean, granted, if someone's offering you the fucking money, you're going to. You put an orange. If it's on stupid. Purple, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Shout but, out to Clemson I, Tigers. Yeah, or the Phoenix Suns. But, yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, bad example. That works. <laughs> um, yeah, I just Yankees fans are the worst people. I mean, Grant, let's just get after that. You Agreed. know, it is what it is. They're they're fucking idiots. Like, who cares? 
And you know what's funny? I'm glad that we kind of talked about this because I, I kind of have a little bit. If I ever did comedy, if I ever did stand-up comedy, this would be one of my bits. I and love this. I'm not even going to do the bit. I'm just going to do the premise of the bit. Okay. Is that we have all this sports fans, this, all this loyalty. Who the fuck are you? Like, it, it's so crazy. And I'm going to do it at Chicago because I was doing about ketchup on a hot dog, right? So everyone, if you come to Chicago and you say, I want ketchup on a hot dog, they fucking massacre you. You're a fucking idiot. You're not from Chicago. Fuck you. <laughs> right. And it's it's crazy, though, because these people have so much Chicago loyalty, but yet these are the same dickheads that are like, hey, let's defund the police. Fuck the... You know what I mean? It's like, right. what are we talking about? Like, you don't give a fuck about the city. Fuck you. Put ketchup on your hot dogs and stop, and stop fucking making it seem like this is the only way to be a Chicagoan. Like, who cares? I'm so sick of this weird loyalty here, but not there. And that's mm. how it is with the pinstripes over in New York. It's like, dude, shut up, bro. You're a fucking hillbilly. Like, just fucking let the let these people get their money so you can keep buying guys and not win championships. You know what I'm saying? It bothers me. No, I hate them. You're absolutely right. The uh, he looks good in pinstripes might be one of the worst phrase. He's going to look good in pinstripes might be one of the worst phrases to hear. I yeah. Go through your ear canal. And you know what's <laughs> frustrating? I hate you? them so much. And they'll get that guy. Oh, yeah. But you know what's annoying as fuck is that the Cubs wear pinstripes. So I'll yeah. be like, every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, he probably would. But they're royal blue, not navy blue. You know what I mean? I think the Cubs have the best jerseys. Like, those white ones are the best jerseys, in my opinion, in baseball. Like, just if you're going home away, I think those Cubs pinstripes are the best ones. I think the Cubs do have a uh, even just even their grays are really solid. They have a good uh, they have good uniforms. They're subtle. They're nothing crazy. I do think they have really good ones. I don't know if they're the best in the league, but they're not the White Sox. So I'm happy about it because the White Sox jerseys stink. I like the White Sox jerseys a lot too. I love those. You would. The black and white. Yeah. You fucking would. <laughs> Why are we still doing gray? Why are we still doing that? Is yeah, that old know, baseball? That's some leftover monkey shit, dude. I don't know what the, like that. Like, why are we doing gray? doing gray? We could just do, let's just do the color. Like, yeah. white at home, do the color on the road. Like, every other sport in the goddamn league. Right. You know what I mean? It makes no sense. Um, no. It, it makes it cool because then you have, you know, you have three uniforms. You have that alternate that you wear quite often, but mm-hmm. it's usually covering up your home uniform, which is the cooler of the two. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's Let's wear these on the road. Like these are good yeah. for the road. For sure. Dumb. I agree. Let's get rid of gray. Hashtag. Uh <laughs> random thing I was thinking about. I was like going walking through my office the other day. Yeah. And I saw somebody putting something into a filing cabinet. And I'm just wondering, like, how is Big Filing Cabinet doing? They can't be doing too well because I don't have one, and I don't even, like, I'm not even close to needing one, and I have, like, a lot of documents and shit for work being in sales. Like, there's so many different things that you have to have. Yeah, I'm sure your job is the same way. Never one time have I ever thought, damn, I could really use a filing cabinet right now. They got to be, Big Filing Cabinet's (laughs) got to be hurting. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there's no way that they have new sales 
they are. That's what I'm on, wondering. They have to be living on old shit and old. They got. They knew. They probably got a reserve of money because like, dude, one day this motherfucker, the other shoe is gonna fall. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you think they're still making any? Like, is there any new production happening of filing cabinets? I'm talking. I mean, I'm not talking like a little fucking pull out work from yeah, home you're thing. The I'm talking the unit, ones. the yeah. four story unit with yeah. like drawers that you could barely pull out. They weigh a ton. I mean, like the one in fucking Bruce Almighty when he pulls it out and it goes all <laughs> yeah, over the other side of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I don't. I think you know that's so funny, man. Because we're actually trying to purge a bunch of old files right now, and I was like, so what happens when we throw all this paper out? We're just gonna. They're like, are we gonna throw the filing cabinets out? They're like, well, no. Because we use it as a wall to separate our lunch from the the customers, so it's like we're gonna have like ten filing cabinets oh, empty no. just to use as a wall to separate our fucking office. What <laughs> like, a hit that would be to Mister right? Filing Cabinet if he heard yeah. that they're turning these into like yeah, just barriers, <laughs> yeah, end, t- end tables. It's this ridiculous. Is, yeah. This is basically <laughs> a desk weight at this point. Yeah, like we're, we we just need it to cover like it's a wall. Yeah, I mean they pro- you know what they all probably did if 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 I was big filing cabinet, I would have pivoted into fucking safes for like guns and all that kind of shit. Yep. Guns and you know all valuables you fucking that's where you got to go with it. Yep. Jack, you came back at the good time. We're talking uh big filing cabinet and how poorly they're probably doing. Oh man, if you're big filing cabinet, you're not having a, a real good decade here. <laughs> you're not. You're, the sad um, part is, is like since 2000, you were just kind of watching. You're watching it all burn. You knew it. Yeah, year dude, by those, year. Those tall metal ones that like hurt your thumb to open because you had to do that little slide over thing. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, we're talking about well. the four story um, units, the big boys. Yeah. That's not great, but I will say, I just thought about it. Any manufacturer who's making those just works in like the most generic manufacturing warehouse ever. So it's just so metal. Were, yeah, if they were smart, they just started doing something else with the metal that they were getting because they That's already so have sad. a metal distributor. So maybe mm-hmm. they do, like Mike said, fucking safes or ah, what else do you do with Anything metal? Anything else. <laughs> <A> big, <laughs> maybe like metal related activities. Maybe like a big fuck you to their old industry, make uh like the metal insides of hard drives. All right, you the filing do... cabinets don't work anymore. We still want to help people save their shit. Yeah, yeah. we're pivoting yeah. to hard drives, computer <laughs> cases, and hard drive cases. Yeah, fucking those are always big... hideous too. They don't even care. They just throw them out. Oh yeah, big filing cabinet are still the people that are like cash is king yep <laughs> nothing's ever gonna break cash <laughs> hard copies exactly. hard copies all day yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna catch you on that's a yeah, dude. This is it's, just a, it's a fad yeah, yeah. <laughs> i still got my lunch money from the third grade emails um, not shit they you yeah. can't so, do that i i have a couple of hard stances i want to make i'm gonna bring up at least one today because this one's been bothering me and it has nothing to do with anything we we're talking about Great. Um, Neither did the filing cabinet thing, so let's go off so, the rail. I want to go out on a limb and say, what do you guys think about people who dress formally? I'm talking formally, like dresses, suits, pantsuits. If you're if you're a lady that's into that shit, mm-hmm. but like we're talking formal. You're going, it's formal. Mm-hmm. That wear 
Apple Watches or any type of smartwatch. What are, what are, what are our thoughts on that? Don't it, do that. Please, for the love of all things holy, do not. If you're not counting macros, take your fucking Apple Watch off. I'm sorry. Take it the fuck off and go get a grown-up watch. That's I my lo- take. I love that. Uh, I'm I'm 100% behind that. I am not I'm I'm a bad person to ask though because I'm such not a watch guy. Mm-hmm. I I'd love to be a watch guy. I've always wanted to be a I see people like the kid from Outer Banks with like a million wristbands on their wrist. I'd love to be that guy. I don't know where they're getting all the wristbands to be honest with you. I don't know how to yeah. get them. So uh if anybody's listening and owns a wristband store, shoot them my way. I'd love to have some become that Dude, guy. But I'm not a wrist guy. if you're the wristband guy, you got to be like not button up your shirt guy you gotta be no those are different guys guy. you gotta yeah, they're be definitely different guys that's why i want to ask you guys oh they're 100 yeah. different guys that, that's the beach guy that's the don't give a fuck guy beach guy, guy is that, bracelet guy yeah but there's a there's a there's, way to make it look business casual guy. yeah 100 you gotta stay away from earth tones and neutral colors that's what you do you can't go crazy you can't wear fucking all crazy colors you gotta go chrome um, gold Earth tones, neutral colors. That's how you but wear bracelets without looking like a fucking. Now you're granola boy, though. Now well, you, no, now you grew up in the Midwest and moved to Utah, and you love your fucking Subaru no, Outback. No, that's <laughs> you not those, true. You wear those Jesus sandals, and if you're not wearing no. those, you're wearing high top Vans Hell that yeah, you actually used to skate in growing up. Wholeheartedly. Wait, so did you ask this because you think that people that are dressing up like that should be wearing fancier watches? Like, you got to pop on. If you're doing that, you got to pop on the real watch. 1,000%. Wear the watch that fits the bill. If you're doing business, you can have your Apple Watch on. If you're working out, you can have your Apple Watch on. If you're going to a wedding or you're going to anything that's a formal thing, even if it's for, like, a work thing, like – Pop that off, put on the rolly, put on the nice band, whatever you got. Even if it's the $20 fucking thing from Walmart, but it still looks like it's kind of nice, mm-hmm. pop that watch on. I'm sick of these Apple watches with dresses. And I say it about women because I see it more with the females than I do with the men. Mm-hmm. Um, it does look really like, weird, like just having like this black yeah. band on your wrist while you That's have like saying. a purple a dress, dress on. on. Yeah, yeah. That, that is Where ridiculous. Like, You're right. And I feel like dudes are a little more watch people than like more men percentage wise are watch guys than women are watch yeah. gals. So I feel like they do, you know, they get the cue. Hey, put on. The, but like some chicks are like, I can't, I can't take my Apple watch. Like I never take it off. It's you like, know well, why they never take it, off? take it off? What the fucking suntan? Uh, that, yeah, when they weirdly flex that, not a fan, but, and this is a PSA, I need to get this off my chest. The reason they don't take it off is because they, they, as in everybody who wears an Apple watch and also anybody who has gotten a nursing degree in the last five years, (laughs) absolutely shove the amount of steps they take in a day down our fucking... I don't care if you took 17,000... I don't care if you took 117,000 steps oh today. I don't give a fuck. Stop posting that shit online as if anybody is seeing that. And they're like, wow, did you see how many steps Jenny took last Thursday? No, we don't yeah. give a fuck. And that's why they don't yeah. take it off. Because God forbid they miss 7,000 steps yep. at a wedding. 
Could not agree more. I love that you're going after nurses. I'm not going to completely back you up because they're a scary group and they're very violent they're the online. <laughs> <laughs> and they're very important. So let's not, let's not just... No, I'm not shitting on the nurses themselves. I'm shitting on Fitbits and Apple Watches and the people who wear them. If you just so happen to be a nurse and you wear them and you post your steps, I'm sorry. No, I'm shitting on nurses. Become a doctor. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm just kidding, nurses. I love you guys. I will never go see you, though. If I cut myself, I guarantee you I will bandage that shit up no matter how much it's bleeding. I'm so happy that that went the way it went because this has been... It's been running through my head for like a week now because I was like, I had it ready. I was like, we're going to talk about this last week and then whatever. But I've been and every time I see one, I'm like, dude, it just you look so cute. And then you just kind of like, hey, like, I don't it just looks so bad. And I'm uh, I'm over it. If You got buttons on. Take it off. I agree. You got no legs on. Take it off. I like that take. If. Yeah. All right. Last thing before we get out of here. Okay. Do you hate the steps person on the story more or the person that's like always posting songs on their story the steps person yeah i hate the steps way more music i can appreciate steps yeah i agree there's so the thing about the thing about the music to me is that you can gain something from them when they post steps what do I gain out of that? Absolutely nothing. If you post a hundred songs and I end up liking one of them and it's in my Roto now, I gain, Hey, you, you scratch my back. I scratch yours. You know what I mean? One out of a hundred good songs is infinitely better than posting your steps every day. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll take one out of a million songs, post all shitty songs. And I'd rather do that. I'd rather watch that. Yeah. But if you got a friend that's getting some steps in, you got a healthy friend. I mean, well, that's a whole other topic that's that no we can't kid. really get fully into. But, dude, I don't give a fuck Is about it? your progress. Take oh. photos before and after, but stop. I don't give a fuck about anything you did. I don't need to see you sweaty as fuck. Stop sending me photos of shit that I don't give a fuck about. And yep. I've been getting photos of this bitch's dog a lot lately. <laughs> and I don't respond to him because I've seen the dog 50 times for the last fucking two months a day. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about your dog. It was cute the first 10 times. I don't care. He looks the exact fucking same, and he does the exact same shit every fucking day. Stop sending me your dog. It's not fucking cool. Send me your face because I'm trying to fuck you, not the dog. <laughs> Shout out to that chick. Shout out to everybody <laughs> no, that's posting their, uh, posting their steps. <laughs> Shout out to nurses. We love everybody. Episode 77 is a wrap. We will see you guys next week. Episode 78. Peace. Deuces.